We'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for September 4th, 2017. Moving right along, this is from a listener, and um, I entitled this part, Listener Comment, First-Hand Account Regarding Harvey and Weather Manipulation, Chemtrails About 10 Miles North of Fort Worth, Texas. And um, <clears throat> this listener is Charles, and he, a uh, long-time listener, he sent me these pictures, and it said, Hello, Scott, I was leaving Chili's at 745 this evening. And just happened to look up east. Now, again, you'd really want to be following along with the PDF, but it's a row of chemtrails, six chemtrails, side by side. And, I mean, they were pretty freshly laid down. Um, they hadn't, in other words, they hadn't billowed out to the point where they were indistinguishable. I mean, these were, these were ones that it would have almost taken six planes flying side by side to lay them down like this. You normally never see that many um, in one spot. I mean, these chemtrails look like six down, laid down side by side. They probably wouldn't be more than, from the first one to the sixth one, probably not more than a quarter mile apart, maybe a half mile at the most, maybe. It's hard to judge in the sky, but they're really close. You never see chemtrails laid down like that. In that particular, usually it's like crisscrossing, and and yes, there's other chemtrails in the air. It looks like, but these are in a. I mean, literally, it's like they're trying to create some kind of wall. Okay, <clears throat> it's gonna make sense in a second. Then he sent another below to, a photo was taken looking west, and it's another row of chemtrails in a in a particular line with one another they're, they're not crisscrossing they're they're all in the same direction he says in my opinion the storm is being prevented from moving north well yeah they didn't want it to come too far west or too far north because then they couldn't steer it back out over the gulf to refuel it they couldn't get it too far away from its fueling source like i talked this is harvey we're talking about here so he's showing an actual radar of harvey coming and where he's at, Fort Worth in Dallas, he he lives in that region, and the chemtrails were were horizontal, were were in like this wall, where it would, in this particular case, they were using them to steer, and prevent the storm from moving north and too far west, and that's how the chemtrails were being laid out. It was probably also being used for water vapor generation because like they said these next rad doppler radars cannot work without in conjunction without the chemtrails so if they're putting if they're laying down massive amounts of chemtrails in the area north not only can they use it to steer the storm i believe but they can also use it to fuel the storm the chemicals that are in the chemtrails have a lot to do with the precipitation factor the rain factor and they're, and they're feeding the storm by also laying these chemtrails down in the outer bands of the storm. The storm was gigantic, okay? And it's going to gobble up these chemtrails, and they're using it in such a way where they're actually steering it as well, I believe. So I, I asked him, I said, are you located north of where Harvey is? Because at the time I didn't know. And he said, uh, yes, I'm between Dallas and Fort Worth. And then he sent me a map of Dallas and Fort Worth in relation to where Houston is, okay, and it's kind of like north by northwest of Houston, okay. And then he also did um, a 
he superimposed on the map, and it's a map, and you can see the interstates and stuff. He superimposed on this map a um, where the six chemtrails that he saw when he walked out of Applebee's about where they were at in the sky in relation to Houston and where Harvey's Harvey was at, and it's north of it. Okay, and these these chemtrails it's almost like they were creating a wall, so it wouldn't prevent so it would prevent it from going any more north. And there was probably other chemtrails um, in different parts, like out, like on the west side of Austin, to probably prevent it from going too far west. Again, I don't know exactly how they use these things to steer it and, and to create precipitation, all this other stuff, but it's being done. You can still observe the obvious, like what we saw on the radar. Um, you know, so he shows the map here. And then he sent, and then that, it was, I think, the second morning, he says, radar, this morning, it's still not moving. And, again, hurricanes just don't come in, land, and then just sit in one spot, and then backtrack and go out over sea and then come back. I mean, it doesn't work that way. And then all of a sudden get just, just once they're on land, get all of a sudden go crazy and get bigger and refueled. No, that's absolutely weather manipulation. So anyway, I wanted to throw that in there. You can see the pictures. They're in the PDF for this um, for uh, September 4th, 2017. And, I, and I'm going to go ahead and read this as well. The hidden agenda behind the weather warfare and the environmental terrorism. It should come as no surprise that such blatant acts of weather warfare and environmental terrorism have multiple goals for the New World Order cabal. In the case of Har Harvageddon, that's what they're calling it, Harvageddon. Anyway, there are so many globalist objectives being accomplished at once it boggles the mind. We're just going to cover a few of them here, and we're going to actually cover more at the, even at the end. Texas has resisted every, for example, and this is why, this is why the, the author of this report is saying, at least in part, why they've so targeted this region and Texas in general. Texas has resisted every attempt by the United Nations to, to diminish its sovereignty. Every UN scheme to exert any supranational power over the state of Texas has been met with stiff resistance. This is especially true when it concerns illegal immigration. The UN has become so determined to foist illegal aliens on the state of Texas that they are now going after the Trump administration. And there's a link to a report here entitled, UN Threatens Trump, Stop Detaining Illegal Aliens or Else. See, that's very, very important to Satan, the New World Order, the United Nations, that they allow as many illegal aliens into this country as possible. Now, that's all I have to know. That's all I have to know to know it's, it's wicked and evil because it's part of the New World Order plot to destroy this country. I'm not saying every single person that comes here as an illegal alien is wicked and evil. I'm saying the plot itself, though, is very wicked and evil and designed to destroy this country. In this particular instance, Harvageddon has served as a monst monstrous weather threat which hangs over the state like the Sword of Damocles. The and then this is two. The secessionist movement in Texas gained a lot of steam under Obama's tyranny. While that has lessened under Trump's presidency, the state has not relented in taking several initiatives to firm up its financial independence. Not only has the governor, Greg Abbott, demanded their gold from the, United, from the New York Federal Reserve Bank, Austin is now the home to the new gold vault. 
I didn't know any of this. I have reported on this before, though, I remember. And there's a link to a report that says, it's official, Texas builds the nation's first state gold bullion depository. Oh, whoa. Nothing irks the globalists more than the prospect of a gold well, or and or silver-backed currency. They don't want true money. They want this fake stuff they print, these ferns, these Federal Reserve notes, that they print literally out of thin air with nothing backing it. Okay? Why? Because gold back and or silver back currency is honest. It's an honest weight of exchange. Going back to biblical days. Should we covet it? Should we live our lives to get gold? No, but it is an honest means of exchange. From biblical times, okay? Nothing irks the globalists more than the prospect of a gold-backed currency, especially one that could be used by a newly declared sovereign nation-state. Mm, meaning if they did secede from the Union. Again, the sword of Damocles hangs precariously over Austin to cease and desist such defiance via an all-out weather war. I'm surprising Austin would be the place for that because they're, of all places in Texas, they're, they've got to be the most new-age, hippie, UN like uh united nations that's that uh agenda 21 sustainability city that is one of their model cities austin horrible regarding that so i'm surprised it would come from there but hey you know uh third point nothing is more critical to the strength of texas the texas economy than the health of the oil and gas industry now i'm not sitting here praising the oil and gas industry because if we did what we should do we shouldn't even have to hardly use oil and gas not anywhere near to the extent we normally do because of just things like tesla's technology and all of the free energy devices that have been found and all the i mean well engines that run off water that, that's been i mean all of these are real inventions that have been in and every time it happens and a lot of times it's the oil and gas industry they'll come in they'll buy it up and the or and or they'll kill the person so i'm not saying the oil and gas industry is wonderful okay but they are going to look after their own interests so their interests are at odds with maybe some other aspects of the illuminati when it always comes down to money because the love of money is the root of all evil so it doesn't mean that the, everybody on the satanic team is all arm in arm and happy and in lockstep and going toward the new world order together there's there's infighting of different factions because they have different agendas and different way they generate um money Okay, so anyway, the quickest way to send a message to Austin is to first send it to Houston and Galveston. Now, that was the exact first thought I felt when I saw Harvey all of a sudden turn into this gigantic thing and go ashore. And I looked at where it went ashore, and like I said earlier in the study in part one, I'm like, whoa, oil and gas. Watch the gas prices spike. They're doing this on purpose. They're going to see how much damage they can do to the region with this hurricane and and you know and it's all happening under trump's watch too they want to do as much as they can to try to throw a monkey wrench into his uh presidential term they're fighting him every step of the way seemingly and he's surrounded himself with some of the most moronic devils a lot of these generals that he surrounded himself i mean mcmaster is pure evil and and so it's you know i got a lot of mixed feelings about the guy i do i mean I, obviously but the, here's here's something that you can't that you can't dispute they are fighting this guy 
tooth and nail. You can't say the mainstream media is not trying to discredit him. You can't say other, like the Pope and these types of other nefarious entities aren't trying to do everything they can do to discredit him. You can't say they're not blaming him for every single thing that goes wrong in the country. Stuff that they create, like that thing in Charlottesville, Black Lives Matter, and the, and the whatever, the white power movement. They blame Trump for everything. That's undeniable. They demonize him for everything. They mock him at every turn. That's not, that's not something that's debatable. So if he was firmly on their team and 100% in the Illuminati's corner, why are they doing all this? If he was one of the, did they do it to Obama, who firmly was in their corner? Nope, they didn't do it to Obama. He could do no wrong. Obama committed more crimes on a daily basis than Trump will ever commit in his whole president, and he got a free pass on everything. Hillary's gotten away with everything. All the, all the garbage that the Bushes did and all the eight, eight years Obama's been in, they've got free passes for all. They're part of the big boys club for all that. Trump was somewhat of an outsider in some regard. He had to have been or they wouldn't be trying to destroy him at every single turn. Does that mean I'm just team pro-Trump? He can do no... No, I'm not saying that either. I have called him out where he's done evil, where he's done bad. Where he's made bad calls. I've told you from the beginning, I will give him credit when credit's due, and I will call him out when he needs to be called out. And I've done that. I've done it in my newsletters, and I've done it in my audio. Because I believe that's what being fair and balanced would be, not the Fox version of it. Fox fair and balanced, you know, or whatever. I'm not saying I'm perfect either, but I'm just saying they have attacked the guy at every turn. Um, Houston in particular is home to the greatest concentration of oil and gas exploration and development companies in the world. Hence, it's very easy for the globalists to aim a superstorm right at the nation's largest energy producing capacity. And so they have energy stocks, energy stocks slammed after Hurricane Harvey strikes the heart of U.S. oil industry. That's a report you can click on. So I, I, will, I love reports like this because then they'll provide links to separate reports if you want to get cross-confirmation that we're just not making this stuff up. Then there is the UN's overarching agenda to bring Texas in line with California with respect to their global action plan to supposedly save the planetary environment. This is where the New World Order controllers will not hesitate to wreck and ruin the environment in order to, quote, supposedly save it for the sake of Mother Gaia. In other words, to destroy East Texas so that Austin will bend to the will of the globalists who want to implement Agenda 21 everywhere on the planet 24-7, which would be like hell on earth. It would be George Orwell 1984, all the way, all over again, Brave New World, the whole nine yards. You get Agenda 21 implemented, you will have all your liberties and all your freedoms taken away, you will be moved to stack and pack cities you will not be able to go out into the country. You will only have very narrow corridors. You will work for the government and you will be a slave and everybody will be medicated and vaccinated to the gills. And they'll be able to have you in their own little... This is what they want to do. It's actually way worse than the Hunger Games because at least in the Hunger Games, I mean, I don't think you had all the electromagnetic bombardment that they would bombard us with in the cities and all the mind control technology they would work. And they didn't really emphasize like the vaccinations of the medications so much in the Hunger Games, from what I could remember. It's been a while. 
It's been far, far worse than the Hunger Games, what they want to implement. That's what Agenda 21 is. That's what the UN directives are all about. Dude, that's bringing us into this brave new world, this George Orwellian, where you're monitored 24-7. That's what they want. So this is the main way they can guilt trip humanity into accepting this. Look at what we've done. Look at what humanity's done collectively to bring upon Harvageddon. And now Irma. This is all your fault, man. Because you breathe too much. You put out too much carbon, even though that's what the trees live off of. And the plants. You gotta have it to live. Because they take it in and they put out oxygen. You're wicked and evil. Don't buy any of that garbage. This is all being manipulated and, and contrived through this, these mechanisms that we're documenting today. The same Hurricane Harvey perps also want to carry out their 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development Worldwide, which is lagging way behind schedule because of the steadfast states, like Texas, who obstruct it. So, it's no surprise that Texas has been so targeted as of late. We document a lot of other stuff that's went on there. Next point, of course, it's strict compliance with the Paris Climate Accord that the globalists really want, and the um, and the Texas and the Texas oil and gas establishment represents the biggest opposition to that to the Paris Climate Accords. For the globalists, the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change is the essential component of bringing the New World Order into being. And then bringing about a one world government. And guess what Trump just got us out of? The Paris Climate Accords recently. So Trump's resisted it and Texas has resisted it. And both of them have been attacked relentlessly. They're even using the liberal states of New York and Massachusetts to extract consent from ExxonMobil via blatant political prosecution. And here's a link to this report entitled globalists used ultra-liberal new york and massachusetts to prosecute global climate case against exxon mobile there are several other reasons for the now infamous Har harvageddon which are way beyond the scope of this article however each of those is vital to fully comprehend the depth and breadth of this incomparable psyop per perpetrated by the illuminati the weather warfare on this scale has simply never been seen before on the u.s mainland like i said they're doing stuff now. They're pulling out all the stops. There's, there's been quite a bit of collective awakening since Trump got into office. Um, these pedophile networks being broke up and exposed. I mean, we've, we've documented a lot of that. A lot of the people woke up just from, you know, the platform that Trump ran on. And I'm not giving Trump all the credit here. I'm saying that I think it was people praying, actions of certain you know trump and these things that have perpetuated a lot of this that in and kind of a collective waking up period of a lot of people and the new world order wants nothing to do with it they want to stop it and so they're gonna really start trying to pull out all the stops in order to bring about the new world order and in, in order to get humanity dumbed back down into the state they want them to be and i'm not saying that we're not dumbed down collectively as a nation but um, they're trying to prevent any awakening at all. And surely they're trying to prevent any prayer going up about this.
Uh, weather warfare on this scale has simply never been seen before on the U.S. mainland, nor has such overwhelming environmental terrorism. Hence, those other globalist purposes will be discussed in a future expose. Conclusion, letters have been written and sent directly to President Trump and his key staff regarding the dire consequences of geoengineering. There's links below that you can click on. Uh, these requests to stop the chemtrails have not been addressed or even acknowledged. So that's another knock on Trump is he's done nothing about the chemtrails. Uh, here's, a, here's one you can click on. Mr. President, please shut down the chemtrails. And this was sent out on January 20th. And then there's another one to the president. President Trump, please shut down chemtrails before it's too late. Um, quite unfortunately for the residents of Texas, our warnings were not heeded. Perhaps there needed to be a geoengineering crime so deadly and destructive that the people themselves would rise up and demand once and for all a stop to the chemtrails. The problem is, is the vast majority of people either think it's garbage or a lie. Even if they've went through this, they think there's no merit to it. So unless they're actually shown and convinced and use logic to understand that the chemtrails are real, that this weather, mani weather manipulation is real, they're never going to come around to this. They're just going to believe whatever the weather channel is telling them or whether their local weather station is. They're not going to get the truth from there. They're going to have to, you know, break free of the matrix or whatever essentially um chemtrails must be stopped geoengineering must be terminated and it shows just a sky full of chemtrails they're you know obviously totally unnatural so we have that now <clears throat> and i saw this and this is this kind of could be pertinent to some people living in the area and i figured i should add this in texas children hurricane victims have legal school enrollment and vaccination exemption rights Many parts of Texas have suffered severe flooding and damage where families have had their lives drastically affected. This is just the start of a challenging journey ahead, recovering from Hurricane Harvey. If your family has been displaced and or your property damaged and you need to find a new health care practitioner that will take care of your family and respect your vaccine refusal or delay decisions, we can check in with our community to find you referrals you need and where you need them. So... Even if you know somebody that might be in this particular uh, position, you might want to pass this information on to them. If you're reading this and have a great referral for a healthcare provider in these areas that is supportive of your rights to decline or delay vaccines, meaning the areas that were damaged by um, Hurricane Harvey and people are displaced now, maybe their homes are gone. Um, so if you're reading this and have a great referral for a healthcare provider that is supportive of your rights to decline or delay vaccines, please let us know their names, contact information, location, so we can pass that information on to the families in need. There needs to be a world, a nation, at least worldwide, really, but nationwide referral network for these vaccine. Um, how, how do you want to put it? Anti-vaccine friendly uh doctors then they're probably few and far spread but if there was a referral i i understand yes then they'd be targeted i get it uh, but if enough people stand up that's the whole key to this unless enough people don't stand up anyway it's all going to fall apart so unless enough people stand up you know and there's strength in numbers and if people come out and demand this and it empowers other people to come forward and actually stand up to this, well, then that momentum can build into a very good thing. Uh, you can reach Dawn in Austin and Rebecca in Houston by emailing in. There's an email address here. And um, 
I'm just going to say, just I don't even want to try to read it, it's kind of long, but it will be on page, uh, let's see, what page are we on here? Page 11 of the PDF for September 4th, 2017 at contendingfortruth.com. All these PDFs and all my audios are free, so there's no cost, but you can click on that. Um, <clears throat> if you have become temporarily homeless or your school has become damaged and your child needs to re-enroll somewhere else, please know you have rights. Students who are experiencing homelessness are to be enrolled immediately. <sighs> yeah, because they got to get the big brother or whatever on them. Districts cannot require students experiencing homelessness to provide proof of residency, immunizations, birth certificate, guardianship documents, or any other sort of paperwork uh, before enrolling. Requiring missing paperwork or any other delay to enrollment is a violation of the McKinney-Vento Act, anyway. If you want to read more about it, there's a link here. Alright, so I'm going to go ahead and play this video. This is like a four-minute clip here. And what it is, it's the Hurricane Irma and the potential health impacts of Harvey. And this is mainstream news, but they do cover some things here uh, that are important regarding this particular issue. Strong storm out here in the Atlantic. Strong for being this far out in the Atlantic. Usually we don't see this. It's category three hurricane. So when you have something like that, obviously it wakes you up and it makes you pay attention. Usually when you have a strong storm out there, it deflects off towards the north. Let's hope that happens. In the short term, it's not going to. It's going to continue to pull to the west. Uh, areas of the lesser Antilles certainly need to watch this. Maybe by around Wednesday, I would say... Okay, now this is Hurricane Irma, and I'm going to get into this more near the end of the thing uh but this was the initial forecast and it was supposed to just uh they were hoping that it was going to go just shoot up north and miss the miss america altogether it doesn't look like it's going to do that now and again this is why i'm saying this could be geoengineered they steer this right into florida create some other gigantic catechism and blame it on man blame it on global warming or whatever so we give end up giving up more of our rights and oh please new world order just fix it just make it go away that's how they want to get all of us where we're just this desperate quivering bowls of, of jello that are just going to give in to whatever their demands are because they've manipulated all this stuff and what i'm telling you is to mobilize the body of christ to get them praying against this because god can handle this hurricane and get it out to sea or dissipate it or whatever if it's his will uh so anyway Puerto Rico certainly needs to keep an eye on this. Eventually in towards the Bahamas. We expect to see this move in that direction. Eventually it also moves across much warmer water. We have a Category 3 storm here, not across that much warm water. It gets much warmer if we if the storm gets here in towards the Bahamas. That's a concern. Most of our models bring us into that area. I will tell you, there is an incredible amount of spread about what the, the different computer models show the storm. Yeah, but the computer models are coming together now and they're pretty much all saying that it's going to make a right turn at cuba and come right up through florida now granted this could all be different by the time you hear this audio i'm just saying with what just happened with harvey i can't in good conscience not say anything about this i've already got a lot of of um my listeners not only asking me to cover about harvey but they've already started talking about irma and i'm like well this is all up the same alley so i got to at least cover this and at least from nothing uh, nothing other than a prayer standpoint, now that you're fully aware of how wicked and evil and how they can manipulate these storms and strengthen them and steer them, 
This is something that we should all be in prayer about. It's going to do. This is a model we like. The latest run of it gets it very close here to the East Coast. Yeah, but not that latest model. It's going right up through Florida now. It's not. It's not missing Florida anymore. So the model's getting worse and worse. And this is what you would expect to see in worst case scenario type scenario. I will tell you, we don't even pay attention to that at this point because other models have been all over the place. And this model, from one model run to the next model run, it's been going all over the place. The point is, Janine, we have no real handle on this. We're about 10 to 12 days away from an East Coast impact. We have lots of time to watch it, so we'll keep people posted. But if anybody tells you they know where this storm is going, they don't. We don't at this point. All right, Rick, thanks so much. You bet. And joining us now with more on the health hazards associated with flooding in Texas is Fox News medical correspondent, Dr. Mark Siegel. All right, doctor, you know, hey, initially, uh, you know, we think of the... This is Judge Jeannie subbing for Sean Hannity, and she's interviewing this particular medical doctor floods as outing mosquitoes and so hurricane harvey uh, could ignite though a surge in mosquitoes once the was capable then of spreading more of these mosquitoes in the zika virus talk to us <laughs> which about was a farce talk to us about the mold you're absolutely right there 37,000 houses underwater right now according to steve harrigan but the water is going to recede and you know what you're left with you're left with still water breeding grounds for mosquitoes, debris, which mosquitoes love. So in this area of the country, you actually see the kind of mosquito that carries the Zika virus. Now, Judge, Zika doesn't make... Oh, I wonder if they're going to get this thing started back up again now with the Zika virus. I mean, I did several studies on that you can listen to. They really, really, really were trying to get that thing ramped up. And um, a lot of disinformation about that. If you're not familiar with that, you may want to go back and revisit those studies. Just key in Zika in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. Uh, the, search, the search there on the website now just works really good, and it'll give you just, I mean, before it only gave you I don't know how many results. Now it gives you just tons of different results. So who knows what they're going to try to prop up now with all the standing water that's going to be there. I don't know if they'll try to bring the Zika thing back into play it's it's hard to say you're very sick 80 percent of the time you don't even know you have it but that's the problem because one out of 10 pregnant women that get zika oh my word babies with birth defects all right so zika prime uh, anyway there i don't even want to go back into this just just listen to my other other study they're going to start this up again with the with the fetal head malformation or whatever primarily affects pregnant women correct in the way we worry about yes in the way we okay but let's talk about the mold. Uh, let's talk about e coli talk about the fact that there are animals that have passed i actually spoke to a sheriff this afternoon who talked about some cattle some animal there's all these dead animals and sometimes dead humans i'm sorry but i know they're underblowing the body count way underblowing it they always do it with these disasters i've went over that over and over again i was right there in the fringe when charlie came through okay i had firsthand people that i knew down there and they said like the death toll for charlie was like i don't know some unbelievably abysmally low number five or six or four or five or something and literally i had people firsthand on the streets in port charlotte and Punta Gorda, that literally they were they had brought in like refrigerated trucks. I even think they were using ice cream trucks and stuff where they were taking the dead bodies away. And none of it was reported on TV. You don't get the truth on mainstream TV. 
Okay, just like I'm vetting what I'm what they're talking about now. Um, I can't even imagine the body count of Harvey. I mean, it's it's got to be huge. But the animals that have died, a lot of these poor animals were chained up. They drowned. There's there's probably dead dogs, dead cats, every kind of animal you could believe, dead cattle in the water. I mean, rotting corpses. All of that is going to contaminate the water and contaminate well systems. And then you get into all of the all of the water that um, has infiltrated the houses. The black mold is already forming in these houses. It's going to get in the walls uh, between the dry. I mean, you won't even 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 if they painted the outside, you're going to have black mold growing. These houses are going to be. This stuff is really 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 dangerous. Okay, when you have black mold infestation in a house. I just got a couple listeners. They've had to flee their house here in North Carolina because they had a black mold infestation. And it, was, it wasn't even from flooding. It was from, I believe, some pipes leaking and stuff like that. You got to be really careful with that stuff. Um, they started having all kind of health issues. The whole family, respiratory issues. They had to flee their... They've been, they've been basically on the road for, for like a long time now because they can't go back in their house. And so, I mean, pray for them. Uh, Matt and Jody, just pray for them. Because, I mean, it, it's it's horrible. Um, black mold can be a life or death situation. These houses are going to have to be, basically, a lot of them are have to, going to have to be demolished. It's so hard to get to it if it's in the walls. You gotta have to tear the, the drywall down, down to the studs. You're gonna, I mean, if, if it's not a concrete foundation, that's another problem. I mean, that stuff is evil, bad, bad news. And there's literally hundreds of thousands of homes. This is going to be the issue. So definitely to have these people in our prayers. And if you know people down there to educate them, they might not may not be aware of this. The water is gonna be contaminated well water supplies the houses are going to be um, breeding grounds for this black mold man really 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 bad scenario um of what's going to actually what's going to happen now is going to be far worse <clears throat> from a long-term standpoint than harvey ever was there's going to be more deaths from what happens after harvey than there ever were from harvey even though I know they're keeping a lid on the death count, like they always do with every natural disaster like this. Well, it's not natural, it's man-made, as we've documented. But what they're talking about here, though, is going to be the main cause of this, of the, who knows how many thousands and thousands of people dying. Also are dead in the water, in the sick. flood water. And so what is the impact on, on, you know, the human condition? Well, Judge, they get trapped in the water, and it's very tragic, and we've been showing it. But then, unfortunately, you get more and more bacteria in the water, bacteria that's in their intestines. That bacteria can make you sick if it even touches you. If you touch your eyes, you can get conjunctivitis. You can get skin infections. You can get bacterial infections in your gut. You can become dehydrated. Huge problem that's going to follow now in the days to come. Then you asked about mold. You know what happens when the, when the waters really recede? You get black mold in the buildings. And you know what that does? That causes a tremendous amount of increased asthma and allergies and that's what we're going to see for months to come and in untold no diseases and fungus and i mean uh it's it's very 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 toxic and there's different strains and it depends what kind of strain develops but i mean some of these strains are so bad that they have to go in there with full biohazard gear
when they try to remediate these houses. I mean, it's, it's bad, bad news. Uh, so do your research on this. I, I, I mean, oh, it's going to be horrible. And, and the problem, of course, is getting clean, fresh water to people in Texas. And now this is all exacerbated by a chemical plant fire. What impact does that have on the surrounding area? Well, I'm really worried about that because the sulfur dioxide specifically in there, if it spreads through the air, can give you irritated eyes, nose, throat, and gets into your lungs. You can get fluid in your lungs. I'm worried about the chemicals. Talked about potable water. Well, they're trying to fly in as much bottled water as possible. But, Judge, a lot of people in the region there use well water. And guess what flood water contaminates? Well water. If you have any doubt about it, you've got to boil it. Boil the water before you drink it. All right, Dr. Siegel, thanks so much for being with us. Okay, so, again, I want to say some points about that. Okay, now, this isn't a great reason to have something like a, uh, a big Berkey water filtration system. I've got three of them in here, okay? Um... I have like one in my room, one in Taylor's, one out in the kitchen. I've acquired them kind of over the years. One of them was my parents, and they, they passed away. I, 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 one or two of them was theirs, I think. No, one of them was, yeah. And I use them now. And, and I've got the black Berkey filter on top and the fluoride filter on the bottom because the water that comes out of this, where we're at, has fluoride in it. And you're not going to get the fluoride out. And this is a side note because I'm not, this isn't about what's going on in Houston, but you're not going to get the fluoride out without a fluoride filter. And they're very specific, and there's no all in one filter that I know of that gets the fluoride out and everything else. It's typically some other filter you got to put on there. So it's two filters, but that's, I think, about the most effective way to go as far as just getting about everything you're going to be able to get out, out. I run mine even before I put it through the black burpees through a 10 stage filter at the sink. Then I pour that pretty already pretty well purified water into the black Berkeys with the black Berkey elements. I got two, I think, in each one. With each one has a fluoride filter at the bottom, which will be the last part. So I'm I'm almost like I, they're going through three levels of filtration. But the like, the first filter they go through is ten stage, and then the second one is you know, black Berkey, which gets out a ton, and then it goes through the fluoride. I think that's about as good as far as being economical and cost-effective because you can filter, you know, hundreds and hundreds of, of gallons of, of um, water through these things. And I think the black Berkey's thousands. I think the fluoride filters, you have to change them a little more often. Anyway, you can you can look into that. Just key in um, big Berkey water filters. I think they're about the best. Uh, Alex Jones claims the the pro pure or whatever. I don't know. I, I don't think there's an all-in-one filter that gets out fluoride. I, I I would be I would be reluctant to go that route and believe it's getting that much fluoride out. I I just I'm sorry. I fluoride's so hard to get out. It literally has the same basically the same um, molecular weight, very very similar or um, very molecular sizes like water. So how are you going to use a filter that many times relies on pore size in order to get out something with basically the, the same size as water, H2O? It's very hard to do that. you got to go a different route, and that's why I like the fluoride filters on the other. Um, you can do whole house. That's a lot more expensive, but that would be the ideal way to go if you could. Um, 
Now, just key in, if you want to know more about this, key in like water filtration or Berkey. I've done exhaustive studies on this. So you don't need to email me. Just key that in the search box at contendingfortruth.com. All those resources are free. I give you like a broad spectrum. Check it out. Do your research. I, you know, do your homework and see what you come up with. Uh, this is what I've come up with. You know, I think for the bang, bang for the buck, Black Berkey filter with the fluoride, and then I also like to run it through a 10-stage filter at the sink. I use New Wave Enviro the filter at the sink. You know, I wouldn't just rely on that though, just for drinking water. You know, um, but I figure the more you can filter it, the better at this point. You know, with all the ways they're trying to kill us. Okay, so that's one thing. And again, too, if you have contaminated well water and that's all you had to drink guess what? You could still use the black Berkey in there. Now, is would it be good to boil it prior to putting it in? Yeah, absolutely. I would do that. I mean, give yourself every possible advantage you can, okay? Um, in a pinch, you can use iodine to kill uh, bad pathogens in the water. You can use the uh, colloidal silver. You can use the Invive Mild Silver Protein colloidal silver. You can use that. Uh, you can use hydrogen peroxide. I would only use food grade, but if you didn't have it and you were in a huge pinch, I mean, you could use, I just wouldn't really want you to consume a lot of just regular hydrogen peroxide that's meant for topical use. I like food grade. So if you don't know what that is, just key in food grade hydrogen peroxide, okay? Um, you can order it online. Uh, these are some things I'm just trying to think of off the top of my head. In this, if you were caught in this situation with Harvey, that you would want to think about, okay? Be very, very cognizant of the black mold. If, if the house has been flooded in any way, shape, or form, you're probably going to be dealing with that. It is a major issue. It typically won't go away. Um, you know, do your homework on on that. Uh, you know, I don't want I don't want to say a whole lot. I don't want to give wrong advice. I'm not like a mold remediation specialist. But understand it's a very serious issue they're dealing with there. Um, they talked a lot about E. coli. There, I mean, if you had waded through this water, if you had ingested the water, if it got in your eye, you're probably gonna have a lot of cases of conjunctivitis or pink eye. Best thing I know for that is the 50 part per million in five mild silver protein. Don't go any higher than 50 part per million. I don't know anything on the planet that knocks it out quicker. I'm just saying. I've, I've never seen it fail on a case of pink eye. Um, if you had bacterial infection in the gut, you'd probably want to use the 5,000 part per million in Vive. I think that's the strongest thing you could use. And alternate that with one time a day, you really should be taking a good flora product good to put the good bacteria back in you because that's going to be, have a lot to do with your own immune system and your own intestinal defense system putting that good bacteria in to counter the bad bacteria you might have ingested or been exposed to um these are things that you would want to think about uh if you had a lung infection you know you can nebulize a 100 part per million in vive into the lung fields to kill lung infections let's say you'd gotten like around a lot of mold and it inhaled a lot of mold you that's probably what i would recommend doing if it was me 
I would do nebulizer with with 100 per 100 part per million in Vive. I don't have any. A lot of people ask me what nebulizer you recommend. I, I don't have one. It's that's in the medical realm. Uh, just get one that has a mask and that atomizes the the air that atomizes the what's ever in the nebulizer cup. Um, get one that you can put over your nose and mouth so you can either inhale it through your nose or inhale it through your mouth. You have a sinus infection. Breathe through your nose. It'll get the silver up there. Kill whatever's up there. Um, you can also spray it with a um, with a uh, oh, like an Afrin bottle, like that. It atomizes. You can put um, 500 part per million. That's the dosage you'd want to use. 500 part per million, not 5,000, but 500. You could atomize that right up in the into the nose. You put one drop of eucalyptus in there, it'll even open up the nasal passages more, but not more than one drop. You could put one drop in the nebulizer cup. It, it opens up the lung fields, but not more than one drop because uh, it'll just overwhelm you with the essential oils are so powerful. Okay, Preferably use organic essential oils. If you're going to get eucalyptus, try to get organic eucalyptus. I think it's really good for nasal stuff and for, but I, I wouldn't use it not in conjunction with the five mile silver protein and because it's not going to have that antibacterial property anywhere near like the invive it's just not um if you were sick like let's say you had e coli or some really bad infection from something like this you would want to do initially if you were an adult about a tablespoon of the 5,000 part per million invive three times a day on average two to three times per day Hold it under the tongue for at least five minutes and swallow it. If you don't like the taste, and you probably won't because it's very concentrated, hit your tongue with a drop of organic peppermint oil prior to doing the dosage. Hold it in the tongue. And you might only need to do that for a day. You know, you're getting a really high dosage and you're going in there. Think about going, it's like going to war. You're, you're sending troops into battle. This, each molecule of the silver is like a different troop. It's going in there, it's going to interact with the bad guys and kill them. That's how I approach things. And again, this is if I was, if it was me, this is what I would do. I'm not giving you, trying to give out medical advice. I'm saying, if it was me, it's what I would do. Um, just off the top of my head, those are some things that, that you can do regarding Harvey. Um, and I am, st right now, and I know this is going to get out late because it ends midnight Wednesday. Invive contacted me last week and said, let's just run this wasn't my idea. They they did this. They said, let's just run this Invive Silver Special. Buy two of any strength. Get one free for a week. I said, all right. I'll, I'll get this out. I got it out the same night. But it ends midnight Wednesday. I don't know if they're going to extend it. But I pretty much set it at firm midnight Wednesday. And... Um, so I know that if, if you're hearing this, uh, probably best case scenario would be Tuesday. You'd only have about, you know, maybe a couple days, day and a half or whatever. But I did send that out of my health newsletter so that if you're on any of my newsletters, and, and you might want, if you're not on my newsletter, you might want to avail yourself to that. Um, it's free newsletters I put out on the current events regarding, like, world events and christian news and then i have another one on health i think they're both important they're both free you go up to contendingfortruth.com and it's right there on the right side you can sign up the only thing i ask for i think is your email and then it sends you like a confirmation or whatever and you'll get those for free and what i cover in those is a lot of the stuff i don't have time to cover in the audios 
So I think it's kind of a vital part of the ministry that, that if you're listening to the audios, you really need to be on the newsletter, as, the, the newsletters as well, because there's super important stuff in there. And it's all free, no charge for anything. Um, just trying to think of anything else regarding that subject. Oh, and I give you the, the, the health, the special here on page 12 if you want to know like how to do it okay but essentially you go go to the www.dr-johnson.com www.dr-johnson like drjohnson.com and uh you do it through that website and uh And you just, in the, um, how did you hear about us comment box, uh, you just put my name in there. Uh, that's how you get the special, in other words. So, anyway, if you want to know about the full special and all, you know, as far as the instructions go, it's here on page 12. Plus, I sent it out on email like three or four days ago. So, if you haven't checked your email, you might want to look at that if you're interested. Anyway, um, let's go further here. Um... I think I'm going to go ahead and end part three here because I've got still got quite a bit to cover and um, I've got about five or six more pages. So I'm going to probably go ahead and end, end this part here and we will go to part four, the final part, next and um, we'll go ahead and wrap it up with that. Thank you and see you in part four.